so much of being good at anything has to do with your preparation. And I can't talk about preparation enough because it is the secret sauce to success. I mean, talent only gets you so far. Height only gets you so far. Your natural abilities only get you so far. Who you know and your connections will only get you so far. But at some point, the truth's going to come out. And, and the truth is, what's your level of preparation? Uh, because as it said, you know, what you do in the dark is going to shine in the light. And it's 100%, 100% true. Now, if you have elite preparation, that's only going to increase your ability to perform at a high level when it matters most. Does anything that you guarantee, that you do guarantee you success, whatever your version of success is, of course not, right? We know that's not how things work, but you have to put yourself in the best situation possible. And how can we do that? It's preparation, right? So when it, let, let's look at it from an athlete standpoint. I'll use myself as an example. You know, I, I wouldn't ask somebody to do something that I wouldn't do myself, right? And I try to come that from a current standpoint, right? As a former high school, college, overseas athlete, it's easy for me to say, because I've been through so much, hey, I'd be willing to do it. So I'm letting you know that this is something that is possible as far as a workout, how often, the training, all those different things. I'm not asking you to do something that I think is actually ridiculous and I would never do. I can share with you my own experiences. I can share with you the things that I would have done differently could I go back at it again. Now that I'm a basketball trainer and I've been self-employed for this be my 10th year, I try to stay on that path as long as possible. I still want to be someone that when we'll put you through a workout, when we give you recommendations on how you should train in the off-season, that this is something that I would ask of myself to do. And so let's use today as an example. Okay. Um, I'll lay out there right now. I'm, I'm coming back from a calf strain. It's been injured on and off for the past couple of years. And I didn't want to go into another summer feeling uh, like I was on the verge of a serious injury. Um, so I should have done something that I should have done a lot sooner. And that was go to physical therapist. And I've been working them twice a week. And they've been giving me exercises and recommend all these different things to do, right? Well, on top of that, I still want to do the things that I can do to get stronger, to be better physically, as well as I'm still in the gym, right? Whether it's our uh, weekly workouts, whether it's basketball clinics, which are a ton of time on your feet. So I'm still trying to do those things at a high level. And that takes a lot of preparation. And in this case, it takes a lot of what you might call maintenance. So like for me, if I'm lifting weights five days a week, and let's say that takes an hour, give or take. Some days, like today was a little longer than an hour. Some days a little less than an hour. It just depends on how long that workout lasts, right? So I'll lift weights for an hour. And this is like a, a program that I'm following. I'm not just going into the weight room and, and lifting weights for an hour and saying, oh, what a workout. I'm doing a program. Right. This goes back to the preparation. This goes back to having a plan and how important that is. If you go to the gym, you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to work out for an hour. That sucks. You know, I'm just going to go in the weight room, you know, lift some weights. No, you you got to have a plan, a process. 
a vision of where you want to go. And then that's going to determine the steps that you take along the way. And that's where I'm at, right? And that's why I have a workout, a lifting plan in place, right? So that's five days a week of lifting. After I'm lifting weights, right? What do my lunges look like? Okay, I like the lunges because they're lower impact compared to running. Still build some strength on the legs. They've taken a lot of knee and back pain away from me doing the lunges. But I'm still playing around with coming back from this injury. So I do five minutes. It's been the past few days. A really light mobility work more than anything. Not super high intensity, but I'm doing five to six minutes of stationary lunges forward, backwards, side to side, just kind of feeling the how my quad and my calf is starting to get strengthened. It's, it's a slow process. Anytime you have those type of injuries, they take a really long time to heal, especially as you get older. And so I want to keep the benefits that I've built up from doing lunges since probably 2016 um, on a somewhat consistent basis while not going overboard and hurting myself with this rehab that I'm trying to do, right? I'm talking to my physical therapist on what they recommend doing. They said, yeah, you, you know, do some lunges and just kind of feel how it goes. But we're trying to strengthen some of these areas as well. And then like you ride the bike, right? So I'm riding the bike for 10 to 15 minutes a day, right? And so if you think about what that looks like, lifting for an hour, five to 10 minutes of lunges, 10, 15 minutes of riding the bike, okay? So now you're getting close to an hour and a half of physical exercise. And then there's some mobility exercises that I'll do. That takes another 10 minutes or so. And then there's some, like today, I'm soaking my calf in an Epsom salt bath for 15 minutes. For 15 minutes, I'm soaking my calf in Epsom salt bath to, to warm up and get some of that salt and everything in, in my muscles, right, to loosen it up, heal it a little bit faster. And again, that's stuff that I talk about with my physical therapist. This, you know, that's something that, that you should try to do. But point is, like we're talking an hour and a half a day at least of like body maintenance and preparation, I mean, you, you can call it different things and how you look at it. That's a long time, right? That, that's, that's a lot of work. And then, okay, well, what am I doing from a basketball standpoint? Do we have training that weekend? Do we have a, a workout that night with our players? That's also the physical side of things. And if you're a player, you're probably not, hopefully you don't have an injury that you're rehabbing like me, but you probably are going to lift for an hour. Right? You probably are doing a skills workout for an hour. You probably are going to play for you know hour and a half, two hours, uh, open gym, whatever that might look like for you. That's all part of the preparation in order to get you where you want to go. Right? And so if you think that at any point you're going above and beyond by doing those things, I'm telling you, you're not. That's just required work. If I want to, if I want to be the athlete that I want to be this summer when I travel around and run my camps, I'm going to have to build my body up during the off season, which is in the weight room getting stronger. I'm going to have to make sure I'm doing all the little things like soaking my leg, like doing mobility exercises, 
in this case, going to physical therapy, that's twice a week right there for an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. I mean, this stuff adds up. It's a big time commitment if you want to put yourself in a position to succeed. But that's the only way to do it. I mean, where you put your time shows you what you really value. And for most of us, you value video games. You value social media. How do I know that? Because the studies say that's where people are putting their time. Right? So don't tell yourself you want to play college basketball. Don't tell yourself you want more playing time or you want more shots or you really want to improve in a certain area if the majority of time you spend is on something that's not helping you get better. You put in the time, I promise you, you're not only going to get better, but your confidence is going to skyrocket. It's going to go through the roof, right? Because you're knowing you're doing the things that it takes while other people are not. I think that in today's game, we have a positive and a negative out there. The positive is you can get so much more basketball knowledge than you could 20 years ago. The negative is you can get distracted in so many more ways than you could 20 years ago. So that's up to you to have that extra level of discipline to understand what are you consuming and then how can you use that for your own benefit instead of those distractions that become to your detriment. Because I really think that though we have so much at our fingertips that we can use to benefit us, I think the majority of people out there are instead consuming too much. They're distracted by all the opportunities out there that aren't actually benefiting themselves as an athlete, and you're getting farther behind. And so there, there's a huge gap between where players could be and where they are. Do you have that discipline to be in that group where you're, you're putting it in? It's just, it's not even what you, what you do as much as it is who you are. Like, this is who I am. I work out. I eat right. I get enough sleep. I don't waste my time, you know, on Instagram or TikTok or whatever that that might be. I'm using it as a tool to get better. And I'm not saying you can't like you know, use that as some some recreation time, but if you're putting hours into just consuming useless information, I mean, your brain is turning to mush. And so I hope that this podcast can serve as one of those extra things that you are consuming that is now a positive in your life. And maybe this 10 minutes listening to this can be a small reminder of some of the things that you can get back to, to be your best self. And when you are your best self, that's how you help other people get better. Like if I wasn't lifting weights, but I was telling you, you should lift weights. If I wasn't trying to take care of my body and be healthy, but I was telling you to do that, well, I'm not my best self. And so deep down, I know it's not coming through the way that it could because I'm telling you to do something when I'm not even my best self. I got to be my best self in order to help somebody else be the best that they can be. And I hope that you are doing that not only for your own good, but for the good of those 
around you. Uh, thanks for listening to the Motivation of Mindset podcast. Anything I can do for you, let me know, whether it's joining our online training program, our summer basketball camps in South Carolina, Michigan, Ohio this summer. It's going to be great. Uh, reach out to me, contact at currentbasketball.com. Peace.